0: Greetings, this is Ron Aguilera, and this is episode number 74 of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. I want to thank you again for joining me. Today I answer a listener question. Brian asks, how can I make better decisions in my ministry and in my life? I think of Proverbs 13, 16, where it says, wise people think before they act. Fools, not so much, right? They even brag about their foolishness." foolishness according to the author of proverbs see the truth is the quality of your decisions impacts the quality of your life and sadly many of us are not great decision makers we eat more than we should we spend more than we make we buy things we cannot afford we waste time we say things we regret we make permanent decisions based on temporary emotions that's why i love what the author of proverbs says wise people they're thinking they're thinking before they act on the other hand fools not so much and they even brag about their foolishness this is a great principle from the book of proverbs that you ought to be thinking ahead wise people think ahead so in the spirit of preparation of thinking ahead here are five principles that I have found helpful that you can apply starting today for the life that you want tomorrow. Number one, avoid either or scenarios. When it comes to decision making, avoid either or scenarios as much as possible. I love Jim Collins' book. It's been around for a while now, but his book entitled Good to Great. uh, In that book, he calls this scenario the genius of the and and he contrasts it with the tyranny of the or the genius of the and a and d contrasted with the tyranny of the o the o r the or the tyranny of the or pushes people to believe that things must be either a or b but not both right that they that they need to uh, only consider certain options uh, and collins says hey instead of being oppressed or driven by the tyranny of the or, embrace the genius of the and which is the ability to embrace two separate and even contrasting or contradictory options at the same time an example that comes to mind is maybe in you need to hire a full-time position for two ministries but uh, you can't afford a full-time uh, more than one full-time position. And so you have to decide between one or the other, let's say music or children. Well, instead of deciding and being held by that tyranny of it's either children or music, uh, instead of deciding on one above the other, maybe you consider splitting a salary, right? And hiring both. Maybe two half-time would work out better than one full-time. The idea is don't get stuck in, the, in a kind of an either-or uh, scenario as a leader. Be open to the genius of the and, to multiple options, to multiple possibilities, not just one. Number two is wait until the last moment to make big decisions. This sounds a bit counterintuitive, right? Because oftentimes the picture of a strong leader is this decisive, commanding person. But often, and and I have found more often than not, it's better to pause, and to wait, and to think. Uh, numbers uh, nine eight has a, a scenario that illustrates this. Moses. Uh, says to the people of Israel, wait until I find out what the Lord commands concerning your questions and your concerns. And the context of this statement is that Moses and the children of Israel have been in the desert for a short time, and the people are still processing and interpreting all these new laws that God has given them, and they needed Moses to make a decision, and he made one. His decision was to delay the decision, to wait. By this time, Moses was older. He was wiser, right? He had learned his lesson. Uh, He was decisive once, too decisive uh, beforehand when he thought that an Egyptian soldier needed to be eliminated. And that didn't end well for him. Well, in the book, Contrarian's Guide to Leadership by Stephen Sample, Uh, He discussed the same idea, saying that contrary to popular belief, the greatest war generals in our history were not decisive men. When a decision had to be made about a battle plan, their first question was, how much time do I have? They would wait until the last possible moment to make a decision because they knew just how important the decision was and the importance of gathering as much information as possible. Oftentimes we're reactive and maybe the best best thing we can do is pause and ask the question, how much time do I have? I think that's the question and maybe the first question that every leader should ask when faced with a decision, particularly a major one. Because if you and I were to look back on poor decisions of our past, I'm thinking, I'm betting that we would find that we made them in haste. We made them without gathering enough information. We made them because of an emotional reaction. See, making important decisions quickly can be dangerous. So principle number two is when you need to make a decision, particularly a large one, an important one, a significant one, pause. Don't decide right now if you don't have to. Wait, think, and pray. Also, as an aside, it might be helpful uh, to you that in addition to creating a to-do list that many of us create throughout the uh, construct of our week, instead, or in addition, make a to-decide list. This provides an opportunity for you to schedule time to think, to gather as much information as possible, to talk to as many people as you need to, that will add wisdom to the decision-making process before you have to make that decision on your decide list or your to decide list, write down the last possible moment to make that decision, whatever the deadline is. When I was a conference president, someone once asked me or said to me, Ron, what if I'm not sure? What if I'm not 100% sure and I I need to make the decision? My answer is it's it's rare when you're in leadership that you will face decisions where you will be 100% sure. Waiting. Pausing to gather as much information as possible up to whatever the last moment is will help you avoid decisions that you will regret later. Number three, when it comes to decision making, acknowledge up front that there will be mistakes and that there is a price to pay. See, no one's perfect. You can't be 100% right all the time. Also, you will not always face a win-win or even a win-lose scenario. Often we will be faced with a lose-lose scenario or even worse, a bad and very bad or terrible scenario. Understand that when it comes to decision-making, there isn't always a great option. You will be faced with options uh, where either outcome will be bad. You won't always succeed. Number four, use the advanced decision approach I have talked about before. Predecide as many decisions as possible. One of the greatest enemies of making good decisions is making too many decisions. See, as the volume of your decisions increase, the quality of those decisions decrease. And the solution in my mind and in my experience is to predecide, to make advanced decisions, to decide in advance, decide now what you will do later in certain circumstances or situations say to yourself when I face this I will do this and in preparing for those decisions start with your values and then your beliefs and then insert mission and then the desired outcome and then make as many advanced decisions pre-decisions before the pressure of the decision comes leads me to the last one number five do what is right and trust God with the results as a leader or a pastor, you will be faced with difficult decisions. Whatever you decide will impact you, your family, your leadership, the church, uh, the future. And here's what I've discovered. And you know this intuitively, you can make the decision, but you can't control the outcome. So what do you do? Do your research and study, seek advice, talk to your inner circle or your mentor, or trusted friend, pray, and then make the decisions that you need to make and trust God with the results. Hey, thanks again for joining me today. As always, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast, to leave a review, and to join me next week as we continue to interview pastors and also intermix episodes on principles from the book of Proverbs. Thanks again. You can always contact me at the Pastor's Coach at hotmail.com. We'll talk to you next week.